Just a reflection on Rashidis Kislev. Besides all the incredible events that transpired during that time, there's so many lessons and so many insights that we gained from that story. From Tafshin Lamatches and Rashidis Kislev, the Rebbe's whole Hanhoge, the way the Rebbe conducted himself, is just Lamayla Minateva. We saw clearly what a Rebbe is. It was totally on display, both um, through the Rebbe's actions and through the technology that was employed to bring about the Rebbe's healing, which revealed his heart condition at any given moment. And it was so clear and evident what the Rebbe felt inside, because the feelings of a person immediately respond, get a response in the physical condition of the heart. So we saw how the Rebbe responded when he got letters from people who weren't doing well and made the deterioration of his heart condition was, was seen on the screen. People that he never met, but they just reported to him that they needed help. And when somebody wrote the Rebbe a letter reporting happily that things are improving, he saw immediately a natural uh, condition uh, of improvement in the heart. So these are incredible things that we never had access to before, to see the Rebbe's inner world, at least as, as much as possible. We could never get to the Rebbe's inner world, but at least we saw gl- uh, glimpses of what the Rebbe felt. And, uh, <clears throat> and the way the Rebbe conducted himself during the first night on Shmini Atzeres, those of us who were there saw the incredible Hanoga, the Rebbe's total control uh, of his health, uh, not taking orders from anyone, not even doctors. It's totally in Hashem's hands, and when you connect it to Hashem, you dictate the outcome. As we mentioned already before in previous posts, that the Rebbe, the previous Rebbe mentions that Rabbeim and Tzadikim are in charge of their own destiny, the physical destiny too. If they get sick or the, the Alter Rebbe went to prison, it's only by their own consent. The Ebrister would not bring about an event, an unfortunate event on their lives. It would not impose it on them unless they themselves agreed to it. Which I've already pointed out that many people are wondering what kind of a radical idea, what kind of wild concept this is. But I already mentioned that it's in the Chumash. And the Orachim HaKadosh talks about it. When Hashem says to Moshe, Alei El Har Nevoi Umus, go up to the mountain of Nevoi and die. Chaim Akadji says, what does that mean? Die is a command. How do you command someone to die? What is the person supposed to do? It's a life and death is in Hashem's hands. How do you tell a person, go do something, die? He says, no, the meaning is that for tzaddikim, Hashem asks their permission, their consent that they should die. Hashem is asking Moshe, please consent to die. Says so clearly that vote is already in earlier sources. But by the Rebbe, of course, <coughs> we believe that it's the same thing with the Rebbe. The Rebbe did it. The Rebbe agreed, and he knew, and he was in control. He was in charge. And we saw this openly in this, a, a, a display of a life that doesn't um, doesn't uh, pay attention and doesn't pay tribute to the natural order. And so, um, okay, so that's, that's one of them. But one of the things... As I said, if the Rebbe 
the, the previous Rebbe says that the Alter Rebbe agreed to go to prison because he wanted to see the Avaz Reim of Hasidim. It says in the Sikha, the Friedrich Rebbe, that the, the Friedrich Rebbe said the Alter Rebbe wanted to see the love the Hasidim have for each other. That's something that, um, <clears throat> in other words, when the Alter was in prison, we saw suddenly an incredible outpouring of love. Hasidim united behind the Alter Rebbe and the passion and the love for each other soared and surged on, a, on an all-time high. And that's what the Alter Rebbe wanted to see. And what we saw in Rosh Kislev is the outpouring of love Hasidim to the Rebbe, so much so that the Rebbe said, I didn't know Hasidim loved my husband so much. That's an incredible statement coming from a Rebetzin who understood what it means to be connected to a Rebbe, to a Tzaddik. She was the daughter of a Rebbe and the wife of a Rebbe. So I just wanted to share a little insight. I read a story, not sure if, about whom it is. The story is told about Rameya Simcha the, of Dvinsk, the, the, the author of the Sefer Osameh Rambam, that um, he was a big masput. He used to sit and learn many hours a day. There was a young man in the community that wanted to see how Rabbi Meir Simcha learns. He wanted to, you know, sneak up on him and see. He wanted to watch this phenomenon. He said that he can sit and learn for many, many hours straight without noticing his surroundings. So he snuck up, <clears throat> snuck into the room where Rabbi Meir Simcha usually studies every day, and he hid in a closet. And Rabbi Meir Simcha came in that morning to learn. He sat down and studied, and this young man who was hiding, here's Rameh Simcha learning loud every word he pronounced. When he had a question, he said the question loud. He asked himself the question, how could the Gemara say this? Then he came to Rashi, and he argued with Rashi. Then he came to Teisvis, he argued with Teisvis, until he came to an impasse. He had a question on Teisvis, and then tried to resolve it, but then... Um, rebutted that resolve as well, and he was left with the question, and didn't didn't have another, and didn't have a resolution, he was left without any resolution to the question. So Rameh Simcha stopped, got up from the table, went to a corner, and started davening loud to Hashem, and he pleaded with Hashem to give him Ahavas Hashem, love for Hashem. And after he finished davening, he went back to learn. This young man was really burning up with, with surprise and, and, and curiosity. If Rameh Simcha couldn't understand the Teisvis, I would have expected him to go and daven to Hashem to give him wisdom and the seichel, the insight of what Teisvis meant. But instead, Rameh Simcha asked for Avas Hashem. He wanted to love Hashem more. And because he was so curious, he decided to expose himself in front of Rameh Simcha. And of course, he owed him a big apology <clears throat> for sneaking up on him, doing this, hiding in his room. And he Went to Rabbi Simcha and said, Rabbi, can you explain to me what were you praying about? You're in the middle of a Teisvis. You should have asked for wisdom. Rabbi says, listen, what is Gemara? Gemara is understanding Hashem's will. What does Hashem really want from us? Really, that's what Teisvis is all about. That's what Teisvis is arguing about. That's what Rashi is arguing about. That's what Rabbi and Abai. They all are trying to understand what does Hashem really want from us through his mitzvahs. He says, if you love someone with all your heart, you can also guess what they really want. I realize if I don't get the Teisvis, 
That means I don't have enough love for Hashem. Because had I ever not had enough love for Hashem, I would have known what Hashem really wants. And that's why he asked for love. I think, you know, a lot of people are wondering today, you know, when the Rebbe was around, you could ask and send a note, you have a question, you have a situation that you can't resolve. <clears throat> you want the Rebbe's guidance. And now you can't do that. So you can go to the oil. But here is another alternative way to understand the situation today. If we have truly love for the Rebbe, we appreciate what the Rebbe has done for us, his unbounded love for us, and we, in return, reciprocate that with our love for him, um, then we should naturally be able, intuitively, to understand what the Rebbe would have told us, what the Rebbe really wants. You don't have to guess. Just a thought.